Welcome to It's All About Leadership podcast. Farshad's passion is leading people to discover and maximize their true potential and empower you to leave a lasting impact on those you lead. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to Mind Shift, another session of mind, money, and mental health. A couple of weeks ago, we talked about mental health when we when we kicked this off and last week we talked about mindset and today we talk about a very interesting topic and that's money now i know you guys are excited you already told me that the topic about money is exciting i know but i want to tell you that without the right mindset there is no money without mental health there is no money and without money Obviously, that can impact your health, mental health, because they're all interconnected. So we, we need a right mindset. We need a healthy life to focus on our well, wellness in order to have a lot of money. So today, what I'm going to share with you is not a traditional definition of money you're going to hear. It's going to challenge you a little bit. It's going to make you a little bit uncomfortable. Because stuff I'm going to share with you, they don't, they don't educate, they don't teach you in a school about money. What you usually hear about money is, you know, go to school, get education, go to work, work for 30 years, save some money, pay off all your debts, and that's about it. That's how you're going to become rich, right? Isn't that what they teach in school? All right. Today, when we discuss this matter and dive into the definition of money and how rich gets richer and how people get, you know, they, they build wealth. I think it's going to help you to give you some new perspective. Now, are you ready for new perspective yes, about money? Yes, yes. All right, only three of you. Okay, great. <laughs> Wonderful. Let's keep going. Mind, money, and mental health. And I want to talk about money today. And it's, it's it, you know, it's a topic that I usually don't bring up because my area of expertise is entrepreneurship, mindset, and leadership. But since we're talking about mind, money, and mental health, I have to share this with you. First of all, first thing you need, you need to do is start making money. You got to start making money before you even build wealth. A lot of people, they think, okay, just because a lot of people out there that are rich and wealthy, they don't work. I don't have to work. No, they work their their entire life to build something so they they can build wealth. So it's not like wealthy people, they just became wealthy because a miracle happened in their lives. Other than the small percentage who inherited some money or win lottery or whatever, most people, they worked for their money. So number one is you got to make money. So thank God for all the entrepreneurs in this room and over Zoom that they know how to make money. But today I'm going to help you a little bit to understand how you can build wealth. So let's talk about the four quadrants of how you can make money. The first quadrant is E, being employee. Many people are employee and they make money. That's okay. You know, it's, it's, it's one way of making money. Is it something you want to do for the rest of your life? I don't think so. The second quadrant on the left side, the bottom of this quadrant is S, self-employed. Much better. At least you're 1099. 
you're saving a little, bit, a little bit of taxes, and yeah, that's that's another way of making money. The top right is business owner, being an entrepreneur, being being a business owner, and the the fourth one is investor. So making money, you are either an employee, self-employed, business owner, investor. I get it. You make the transition. So part of the making money is being smart about money and understanding money. Before I talk about how you can build wealth, I have a question for you. Do you know how, how the bank system work? What is the process of a bank? Why bank encourages you to put to save your money? Make interest off of you. Because they use that money, loan it to somebody else, and they gain higher interest. Yes, sir. And they pay you how much? Almost nothing. How, how great, right? The great <laughs> business. So think about it. All the TV ads, all the education is going to save your money. Some of the gurus in financial world, they say, don't spend money, don't buy coffee in the morning if you want to be a millionaire. I mean, I have no idea what this four bucks, three bucks coffee even has anything to do with being a millionaire. <laughs> you know, it's, it's okay. Save your money, put it in the bank so bank can make money. So I want you to have this paradigm shift today and think like a bank. When you receive money on a lower interest rate, let's say bank pays you only half a percent or one, and you want to buy a property, they give you the same money, they charge you four or five percent. Who is the winner here? The mass, the population puts the money in the bank for a little interest. Bank gives the money to someone who wants to buy assets and charges them four or five percent. Positive arbitrage. You with me? Okay. So, first thing first, <laughs> be open-minded. I'm, I'm going to challenge you. Saving money is good, but making sure that you save money in the right right place. So I'm going to share with you a few things here. One is the value of life insurance. Life insurance. If someone wants to build wealth. That person must have life insurance. It's a must. You want to build wealth and you care about your next generation. You know, what is it? Four or five hundred bucks a month, 700,000 death benefit, tax free. It's life insurance. Money, wealth, life insurance. How the wealthy use life insurance as a tax free personal bank to supercharge their savings. Supercharge their saving. Wow. So guys, instead of putting that money in the saving, why don't you think about if I can save my money on the life insurance, cash value, that gonna grow tax-free. By the way, the tax-free money is the smart money. Because one million dollar of tax-free money that goes to the next generation is like 1.6, 1.7 million dollar taxable money. So you got to work way harder to set aside 1.7. So if, if, if you just have a million dollar life insurance, 
and you have the peace of mind that your family is going to receive that, that's like 1.7 million taxable money. And how many years you have to work to set aside 1.7 million, right? So life insurance is a great way to build a legacy, build a wealth. While you are alive, the cash value, you always can get a loan against cash value tax-free. As long as your policy is not met. Are you with me? You can get a loan against life insurance. So one thing you're going to see in common that wealthy people do, they have life insurance and they do a smart saving. They save on the cash value rather than saving the bank and making point zero zero seven. All right, now I want you to think like a banker. When you get a loan against your assets, your loan is tax-free, isn't it? You have a house. The house has how much equity right now? Anyone? Let's say half a million dollars. You get a loan, like 400000 you pay tax for it? No, it's a loan. It's a loan. How much interest you pay to the bank? Three and a half, four percent. You can get that four hundred thousand dollar, put in an R business that gives you seven, eight percent per year. Let's say you open a car wash, gas station, store, whatever. Whatever that has a better rate of return. Who is the winner here? You're paying back bank four percent for that loan. You're making ten percent a year. Basically your net is six percent a year. Right? So basically, using the equity to make more money and pay less taxes. And if you look at this article that was published in 2021, June 8, 21, it says, The secret IRS files, trove of never-before-seen records, reveal how the wealthiest avoid income tax. This was very eye-opening. Millionaires and billionaires, they don't pay that much taxes. You know why? Because they get a loan against their assets and reinvest that loan elsewhere and make more money. So really, if you look at their percentage of taxes, is much less than the population, the mass. So they use life insurance, the power of life insurance, the cash value in life insurance. They use, they use insurance in general, general to protect their assets and themselves. And also they, they get loan against assets. So, okay, Farsha, why does this have anything to do with being an entrepreneur? You know, you have the opportunity to make the bonus, make a lot of money, put it in different investments, rental properties, house, condos, whatever, assets invested in assets you have that opportunity every year because when you have assets you're not going to sell the asset you're going to get the loan against it and, and invest in another asset right to generate more and that's how wealthy becomes wealthier and poor gets poorer because financial education at the schools is say go to work pay taxes buy a house pay it off don't use credit card, don't, don't have debt, and live your life until you die. But the wealthy says, buy, borrow, die. 
buy, borrow, die. You buy assets, stock, rental, properties, properties, whatever businesses, get a loan against it, never sell it, and when you die, the next generation going to receive this and pay less taxes than you would while you were alive. So the process that has been around 100 for over 100 years, but wealthy people, they recognize this very well, is buy, borrow, die. BBD, right? And they also, also know if you want to buy assets, you always use other people money. <coughs> it's called OPM, other people money. Means you always get a loan from the bank with lower interest rate to invest in business with a higher rate of return. That's how you win. So I want to go back here and just remind you, your day job, your business as an entrepreneur needs to succeed in order to be able to have all these investments and assets. You need to have that source of income. So you have your income and then you build your wealth. But you gotta, you gotta think differently. You gotta challenge your, your thinking. You gotta challenge the status quo. You gotta challenge the education at the school because it's completely wrong. The mindset they, they, they teach the kids. You know, every time I talk to my kids when they wanna buy something, I challenge them with asking them, is this an asset or is it a liability? Is this an asset that's really going to have a good rate of return for you in your life? Or is it just a liability? Get rid of all the liabilities. And what is the difference between liability and assets? Asset is something that you can get a loan against or bringing some value to you to make money. Liability is you're spending money on something that really has no value, just a stuff. You know, 99% of people are consumers. They just buy a stuff. They buy a stuff on sale. This is on sale. I'm making money. This is another mindset. You go and you see 50% sell and say, I'm making money. This is cheaper. Okay, what are you going to do with it? Is this going to make you money? No. It's going to sit on the closet for another five years? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what kind of asset is that? I mean, that's, you know, the advertisement, the education you hear is all towards making a small group of people rich and wealthy. And the 99% fall into the trap of, like Black Friday is a huge marketing tool. Yes. What happened on Black Friday, people kill each other to get the TV for 300 bucks <laughs> and they have no use for it because they have 14 other TVs in the storage. And the reality is, that's exactly what needs to happen for wealthy and rich to become richer and poor to be poor. So I'm, I'm challenging you right now. Work hard, work very hard, work harder than ever to make money. Commit yourself to make a living. You know, don't be 50% committed. Make sure you are 100% committed and you're making a good living. But start shifting your mind towards OPM, other people's money, 
towards thinking like a bank, positive arbitrage, change the paradigm from spending to investing, and your life will change. And don't listen to garbage. <laughs> Pay off your credit cards. Bad, you know, getting a loan is a bad thing. No, getting a loan if you, you're going to make you money is a good thing. Who said that <laughs> having debts is a bad thing? Unless if you're putting all the stuff that you buy on credit card, that's a bad loan. You know, you go buy something that you don't need, it just, you know, it's a impulsive decision. It's 50% sell, I want to buy it. That's a bad debt. Get rid of all of those. But it's perfectly fine to have good debts, good loans. You got to leverage the assets you have. Leverage the assets you have. Yeah, what is buy, borrow, die? Once you're already rich, it's simple, it's easy. It's just buy, borrow, die. These are planks of the law that have been in place for 100 years, as I mentioned. You buy assets, you get a loan against it, get the equity out, buy more assets. Same thing, get more loan, buy more assets. But make sure these assets are generating positive income. And that's how you're gonna transfer all of this to next generation. When they sell it, they pay lower taxes, no capital gain, and that's how rich gets richer and poor gets poorer. Middle class is fading away. You, you see more middle class either joining up or down. Either they are part of the rich or part of the poor community. But that's, that's why I'm saying, if you're working, work hard. Be 100% committed. And you can, you can see the difference. You know, real estate loans. And a couple of years ago, this, this graph is very interesting. You see, the number of loans has gone up significantly. Yeah, 2008, we had that bubble. I get it. But the amount of loans on the properties equity loans has gone up and it's going to continue to go up portfolio loans can be one way to make debt work in your favor here are the benefits and risks there's an article everywhere every every everywhere you look at the wealthy they never sell their stocks they never sell their investments they get loan against it because it's tax-free and use that money to buy something that's gonna have higher rate of return. But the initial money should be generated from hard work, and that is the name of the game. Being an entrepreneur, create something that constantly paying you money, giving you money. Set aside some money to invest and start getting loan and investing more. So you're gonna have both of these going to your favor. Wow. Years ago, I wrote an article on LinkedIn. You can go and search it online. Is the golden triangle of wealth. For entrepreneurs, this, this triangle, you see, one angle is the self-worth. 
Wealthy people, they have, they know their self-worth. You are wealthy because you know your value. You have confidence. You're working hard. You're investing in yourself. By the way, investing <laughs> in yourself is the best, has the best rate of return. Investing in yourself, don't, don't become cheap when it comes to investing in yourself. A lot of people say, oh, I gotta pay $3,000 for this book or this seminar or this training. It's nothing. Invest in yourself to become the best. So yes, self-worth is the one angle. The second is net worth. You gotta have some portfolio. The third one is network, people that you know. The golden triangle of wealth. If you wanna learn more, Google it, put my name there. It will show up on LinkedIn. It's one of the highest view of articles, the golden triangle of wealth. Self-worth, net worth, and network. All right, money. You know, I, I have my own rule. A lot of people, they have their own rule. I have 10, 10, 40, 40. 10% saving. I always have 10%. I, I encourage my team members to have 10% for emergency funds. It happens. Everything can, life happens, right? You don't know. The other 10% is give away. Charities. Giving back. And that's the minimum. Leave, leave off of 40% of your income and invest the other 40 so you can generate more assets, invest. I call it 10, 10, 40, 40. And some people don't like it, some people do. For entrepreneurs, for sure, I, I encourage them to think about 10, 10, 40, 40. All right, wonderful. So this is, this is a summary. Nothing I shared today, the teaching at the school, because the general public's education is go buy a stuff, use credit card. There's a sale in this store, there's a sale in that store. You know, 99% of people are consumers, 1% are producers. So you choose where you wanna be, you choose what kind of mindset you wanna have about money. I chose a long time ago to stop buying stuff and start investing in assets that creates more assets. Your business here is an asset. You investing your time here is an asset. Don't waste it. Now, some of entrepreneurs, they are asset to the company. Some of them are liabilities because they're just wasting time. So in every dynamic you look at, you're either creating assets or liabilities. Choose wisely. You wanna generate more money? Focus on OPM, other people's money. Get a lower interest rate loan against your own properties, your own assets. Invest it to generate more income. That's your passive income. The question I always have to entrepreneurs is what percentage of your income is passive income? Your active income is great. We all need to have the active income. At some point, your passive income 
will be equal or more than your, your active income. And that's when you are financially free. When your passive income is becoming equal or more than your passive income, your active income. That's how you become financially free. Can we get there? Absolutely you can. That's why you're working every day. But you're not working to go and buy a stuff. You get a $30,000 bonus check and you go and buy a stuff and it's like, bam, disappeared. I'm going back to work. No, make sure you're thinking like a bank. Make sure you're thinking like an entrepreneur, like someone who wants to build wealth. And don't, do not waste your time going to work and being average. Go to work to be the best because you know exactly what you're going to do with your income. All right, ladies and gentlemen, this was the last session, at least the last session that, that here in MindShift, I want to talk about money, mind, and mental health. Uh, and I hope you guys enjoyed. Thank you.